wipe your feet. On the outside, not the inside. Always the babysitter. Always the goddamn babysitter. Hello, and welcome to Spooky Sisters, Inc., a horror movie podcast where two sisters discuss scary stories, frightening flicks, and all things spooky. This is a bonus episode all about Stranger Things, and there will be spoilers. I'm Charlie. I'm Jen. And today we have a very special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe, a.k.a. Gabriel, a.k.a. Big Daddy Red. A.K.A. G-Train. Okay. A.K.A. A.K.A. Jen's husband. (laughs) Yes. A.K.A. Charlie's brother-in-law. Correct. (laughs) A.K.A. Finn and Rose's dad. Yes. A.K.A. our dad's (laughs) (laughs) son-in-law. A.K.A. our... Oh, boy. Before we get started, I actually have a question for you two. Just wondering how you got your name. I know your sister's... And you're into spooky things, but how did it come to you? AKA Gabe's full of shit. <laughs> Babe, but, you're not interviewing us. Uh, well, wait, if he's serious, are you serious? Uh huh. It's a Scooby Doo reference, like Mystery Incorporated. Oh. We're Spooky Sisters Incorporated, but it's Inc. for short. Gotcha. So today we're here to talk about Stranger Things in general, but especially the latest fourth season. So, who wants to go first and talk about their relationship with the show? Okay, babe, you're up. So, Jen and I started watching it when it first came out on Netflix. We watched the first... Well, not no. right away. No, I'm no. already... I'm already... <laughs> Charlie okay. was the OG, and she turned me on to it, and it took me like two, three months to yes. watch it. Oh. And then I binge-watched it in the summer, and... No, we watched it together for the first time. No, I watched it in like a day or two here on my summer break. And then you came home from work and I told you how crazy it was and we watched it together. I'm going to stop you there. Oh, boy. (laughs) Because we watched it together for the first time. You liked it so much. While I was at work, you binged it in two days. Okay, I'll take that one. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, but continue. Are you a huge fan? I love it. Uh, I didn't think we were going to be into the fourth season because it was such a long break. Preach. Um, but as soon as the trailer came out, piqued my interest. First episode, hooked. Got me. Like it always does. Well, you heard all that bickering and fighting. <laughs> and you heard the origins, how we watched it after Sis told us about it. But like Stranger Things was when it first came out and the first three seasons were consecutively belted out i loved it like i probably had watched each season seven plus times i had probably about nine different t-shirts of stranger things i had season one and season two posters up in my house framed i am a huge fan but then when the big hiatus came during the pandemic i just completely forgot about it and never rewatched it and then of course when season four was coming out well we rewatched a couple of season three 
to get back into it, and we were like, eh. Really? Yeah, and then when season four came out, we were hooked, and I'm just back in love with it as much as I was, if not more. I vividly remember watching it, like, the day it came out. Like, I got on Netflix, and it said... You hear that, Duffer Brothers? (laughs) And it said, like, recently added, and I was like, let me see what this is about. Watched it all. I was obsessed. And I remember telling you about it, and you were like, oh, okay. And then, <laughs> like, a few weeks later, like you came back to me saying, I watched this show. And, I'm I, and remember, I was like, yeah. bitch, I'm the one who Sounds told you like about me, it. Yeah. And then it became this huge cultural phenomenon. But with each season, I liked it less and less. Like, I didn't mm. think season two was as good as season one. Really? Uh-huh, and same with season three. And so by the time they went on their hiatus, I was done. I was very over it. I was not going to watch the fourth season, but our dad, he was like, you should watch it because it's very horror. Like, there's a lot of horror elements. He had already watched it? Yeah, he started watching it as soon as it came out, and I was not going to watch it at all. But when he told me that, I was like, I'm in. Like Gabe said, that first episode, fucking when Chrissy gets killed exorcist style, I was like, hell yeah, I'm back in. Season four, huh? Let's talk about it. Let's do favorite characters. Most favorite, least favorite. You're up, Gabe. Most favorite, it's either Dustin or Steve. Ooh. There can only be one. And it's Steve, am I right? It's Steve. (laughs) Best damn babysitter there is. The best man in Hawkins. Mm -hmm. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. A good babysitter. He started out as a bad guy. Yeah, Yeah. that's so true. And then he turned good. Yeah, that's right. He was an asshole. I like his and Dusted's dynamic. Mm -hmm. It's great. Least favorite. I'd probably say Jonathan. Excuse me, Jonathan is a creep. Yeah, he's just, I don't know. He's just there. He's He's lame. Jen's crying. (laughs) (laughs) I like Jonathan. He's very subtle and just hidden in the background. Those kind of people always do something you never expect, whether it's great or horrible. Yes, he is a kind guy, you know, he's a good big brother. Yeah, he, he's a good brother. He's the kind of person or his character where you forget about him. Because, oh, for sure. Yeah, he's forgettable. Yeah. And that's what can come back to surprise people, because it happens in a lot of books I read, that forgettable person can be the bad guy you never expected or the hero you never expected. So don't write Jonathan off. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, is the character we least like, is that from season four? It could be any. Because it would be the jock, you know? Oh, I the, hate that guy. If it's like the main We're cast. talking season four. Okay, season four. Oh, okay, then it's that jock guy. He's I forgot his name. sick. Like, I forgot his name, Everyone too. forgot his name. That meme that said, I hated so-and-so more than Beckna. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, my favorite, Eddie. Okay, Come yeah. Come on. Uh-huh. Favorite, favorite, favorite <laughs> is Eddie. I mean, what can I say about him? Just like his long locks or what? Just everything. His look, his attitude. He's in the different clique at high school. He doesn't like all the jocks and the preppy kids. He likes a fantasy game and metal. Sells weed. Sells probably crappy ass weed. He's a good guy. He reminds me kind of of the character... 
Like they hire him to go out with Julia Stiles. Heath Ledger in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes, thank mm. you. Eddie reminds me of... I can see that. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like effortlessly cool yeah. and sweet. To us, but in the school... He's, he's like an outcast. They yeah. call him a freak. Uh-huh. In the town, they call him a freak. Yeah. Right. I think that's why I like him, because I relate to that. I'm always different. Okay, least fave, Mike. He's not a leader. He's not really doing anything in this current season. I don't think he's holding his own, you know? He's just there, stuck. I agree. Like, in the first season, I feel like the show was about him and Will. Mm-hmm. Their friendship, their bond. Now, Mike doesn't even notice Will. And all he cares about is, like, his relationship with Eleven. Which I get it, they're in love. Right. But it's like he has no capacity to care about anything else, including his friends. He just was a little selfish this season. Yeah. I think my favorite character from season four is also Eddie. Okay, Eddie, Eddie of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean... He's just so endearing. I remember telling Jen when I watched the first episode and, you know, when he's introduced Mm -hmm. in the cafeteria, I was like, this dude is sick. (laughs) And then by the end of that episode, after he witnesses Chrissy's death and he's sobbing in fear I was like um protect him at all costs I love him (laughs) like he won me over so quickly he won everybody yeah and his arc in the season is amazing least favorite character I agree with Jen I hate Mike what I just I don't like Mike I won't say hate but least favorite fucking character in season four and the whole entire series (laughs) is throwing that out there Papa (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, I Papa. fucking okay. hate oh. the first Dr. of all. Brenner? Yeah, Dr. Brenner is sick. I mean, he should have died so long ago, and I'm glad he finally died. So true. What did we think of season four as a whole? A masterpiece. A very emotional, very horror-based, very deep and heavy. Really cool how we saw a lot of the upside down. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of murder mystery style where the kids go find answers and think of a damn plan and do the research like that's the fun part i enjoyed it those last two episodes i mean that's like a movie can't wait for the fifth season i want to know like what happens you know how are they gonna conclude this i also thought more characters should have died me too this time around yeah at least one of the main characters okay they kill off we don't know they kill off eddie but That's just it. They left us hanging. Yeah, like Max could be dead. Okay, well, I thought season four was like their most adventurous season yet. They totally switched genre gears. Mm -hmm. First three seasons, it was like sci-fi. Yeah. Now it's horror. Sci-fi and straight up horror. Everything they did with the Vecna storyline completely like retconned everything that came before, but somehow they made it work and they just did impressive things. Like how you said, we saw a lot more of the upside down when they put that sheet and Mm -hmm. they climb up it and then fall upside down. Like that visual was mind boggling to wrap your head around. Yep. And we got Jopper. (gasps) <gasps> they finally kissed. Hopper and, and Joyce. Joyce. Uh, they're collectively known as Dropper. We, <laughs> we have been asking and waiting for many seasons. Yeah. I mean, I thought Nancy and Steve were going to kiss several times. Oh, 
Let's talk about this. They'll probably get back together. I really didn't like this whole love triangle storyline. Mm-hmm. I think it's so played out. We've been doing this since season one. It's like, will Nancy pick Steve? Will she pick Jonathan? She finally picked Jonathan, which I don't think she should have because he literally stalked her and took creepy pictures of her undressing without her consent. But she chose him anyway. And he's literally lying to her. Right. Yeah. In their long distance relationship. There's no communication, healthy communication. Steve cares about her. He's like hopelessly in love with her. But at the same time, I think Nancy's such a badass character. Like, she doesn't need a love triangle in order to be an interesting character. Like, I kind of dislike how when it comes to Nancy, it's always about these two guys as well. It can never just be about her. her. Yeah. Yeah. But she held her own this season. She she always holds her own. That's why I wish she could get something other than this little love triangle. But if I had to choose, definitely team Steve and Nancy. Look at how season four, volume two, ended with the Hawkins being a purgatory-looking hill. The news was saying an earthquake hit Hawkins. So it's like they well, still don't even realize what the fuck is happening. Of course right. they don't. But remember, it's DOE, Department of Energy, under the government. And also, it's not as if all those media outlets know and they're covering it up. Nobody still knows. Yeah. You know, only the group that we love. The kids and the adults that mm-hmm. know. And the government people that keep trying to keep it hush-hush. Okay, so what was y'all's favorite scene? I'll go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> what my... was y'all's favorite scene? I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say mine first. The most metal ever. Yeah, of course. Eddie crushing that Metallica song from beginning to end. He really played it. I mean... That is magic. Like, that's being a music lover and being somewhat of a musician, I guess. Not really, but, (laughs) like, just music. When music goes great with the scene, it just clicks and you feel something special. And that scene was just so damn amazing. And even though it was an upside down and it was all dark and dreary, even Eddie and his guitar and all the colors are, like, muted, Mm -hmm. it was just, like... Visually, sunlight for me, just like happiness radiating, and they're so happy too, knowing their situation. And just, oh, yeah, man, most middle ever. <laughs> you knew when Eddie said, Look at us, we're not heroes. You knew he was gonna do a heroic thing, and yes, especially when Steve tells them, Don't be heroes. Yeah, but yeah, that's a great scene, of but course. that's my I scene. Mean, yeah, okay, that's a lot of people's scene, <laughs> probably. I don't know. I liked all the parts with Vecna. That was so cool how... Like his lair? Yeah, he was down there, and yet he was so powerful that he could connect with these people, you know, without ever leaving the Upside Down. True. I really think Robin stood out Mm. in this scene. Like, I truly grew to love her, and I love the scene where her and Nancy are pretending to be, like, students uh, trying to interview Victor Creel, and Robin just, like, blows up (laughs) and has that rant about women not being respected, and she's, like, talking 100 miles an hour. (laughs) I love her. I love her, too. That's a cool scene, too, when they're down there talking to Victor Krill. 
I also like the scene when Max and Lucas are waiting the last time and like they're going back and forth with the little notes. <sighs> like being at the movies mm-hmm. and holding hands. That was so sweet. What did you guys think? Max dies. Yeah. And Eleven says no. Right. She puts her hand on Max's head. What do you think she did? She can't all of a sudden have the power to resurrect people. So what could she have possibly done? Like, what do you think happened there? Of course, Max is in a coma. And even when Eleven tried to look for her in that, like, middle ground black void between the real life and the upside down, she couldn't find Max. Right. But, like, what do you think she tried to do? I mean, could be... Simply, she has enough power, enough energy to reverse his spell and, in a way, resurrect her because she's beating on a EKG machine or whatever, heart monitor mm-hmm. at the hospital. Although she's in a coma, she's breathing and living. So Elle just utilized her power. Like, if you want to get literal, she has telekinesis. She could maybe literally make her heart start beating again. Yeah. But I really think Max is truly gone, and her body is just an empty vessel now. I think she's going to be okay. <laughs> I think she'll pull through. <laughs> I do. I do. She had two broken arms, two broken her, legs. Her limbs they are can, broken. They can heal. I don't know if she's alive, because when she died, she was the final key to open up all the, the gates. upside down in the real world. Okay, so then whatever Elle did was useless and she's just hanging on as a I think Elle brought back her body, but, like, not her mind. Or maybe Elle hid her mind. So good that even she can't remember (laughs) where she put her. Correct. She's like, I put it around here somewhere. Yeah, could have sworn I put it in this (laughs) void. Max? Max? Ah, dang it. Max? (laughs) (laughs) She'll show up sooner or later. Yeah, overall, I think... This was a really good season. It won me back, totally. Mm-hmm. I was done with this show, but I'm completely into it again. We're going to do a BuzzFeed quiz that's called Which Stranger Things character are you? And I'll read out the questions and the options so the listeners can know. Okay. Are we ready? Ready. We're ready. Okay, first question says choose a snack. We got donuts, Hawaiian pizza, Jif peanut butter, Eggo waffles, Reese's Pieces, and ice cream. I'm choosing peanut butter. I'm choosing pizza because I'll always choose pizza. Donut. Yeah, Good that's one. so you. Mm-hmm. Choose a Steve. Pre-redemption arc Steve, so when he was an asshole. Babysitter Steve. <laughs> Scoops Ahoy Steve or Upside Down Steve. I'm going with Babysitter Steve. Yeah. I, I love Babysitter Steve. He was cool. I mean... I do too, but... Upside Down Steve is great. I liked that rugged style in... Sorry, babe, I love you. You're my number one. But <laughs> during season two... Yeah. I just think for the look alone, I'm going to have to choose Upside Down. I mean, he's shirtless, but only wearing Eddie's yeah. denim vest. Right. And he has a ton of bat bites. Mm-hmm. Next question says, choose a quote. 
Well, I'm here to tell you that there are other little lost sheepies out there who need help, who need you, and all you gotta do is get your bow peeps on and go find one. Eddie said that. What? <laughs> yes, when they're trying to find someone else to play D&D. Oh. Next one says, you can't spell America without Erica. Ugh, so good. Remember the hurt. The hurt is good. It means you're out of that cave. I promised I'd keep you shithead safe, and that's exactly what I'm planning on doing. That was probably Steve. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think it's just scary to open up like that, to say how you really feel, especially to people you care about the most, because what if they don't like the truth? Boyfriends lie all the time. This interminable bickering was amusing at first, but it's getting very stale, and we've still got a long drive ahead of us, so why don't you two cut the horse shit and get to the part where you admit your sexual feelings for one another? Oh, that was from season two, when, like, Nancy and Jonathan are getting... Who tells it then that? Mm, Which one? Murray. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, next one says, Even though all of us losers pretend to be above it all, we still just want to be popular, accepted, normal. Lucas. We got friends don't lie. And the last one is, got me stressed out. (laughs) It's not even Argyle Brachachos. You guys know me. I got my quote. I'm going to choose the one about keeping you shithead safe. I think that was Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, remember the hurt. The hurt is good. It means you're out of that cave. The next one says, it's a Demogorgon. How do you react? Grab a bat and protect your friends. Contact the media. <laughs> single-handedly destroy it. Oh, yeah. Be sarcastic until it slinks away in shame. Okay. Cue up your favorite song and fight back. Wait. Demogorgons exist? Question mark. I probably wouldn't notice it. Oh, that's probably me. Fight back. Lack of superpowers be damned. Panic. Sheer, unadulterated panic. No. <laughs> Lastly, honestly, I'm getting dragged to the upside down in this scenario. Okay, I'm picking... Cue up your favorite song and fight back. Yeah, but would you, though? Yeah. Why not? Would you, what am I, I going to do? I, let it kill me? No, I think it would be panic, sheer, unadulterated panic. <laughs> First, yeah. <laughs> but then... What you want to do. What I would do. Because I'm not just going to panic and let it kill me. I'm going to do something. I'm choosing... I probably wouldn't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say grab a bat and protect your friends. Okay, next. How would your friends describe you? Paranoid, protective, carefree, sarcastic, maternal, powerful, fierce, sensitive, cultured, or passionate. I feel like we might have to ask each other. Gabe, you're sarcastic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you put that one. What about me? Passionate or sensitive? I'm honestly going to say maternal. I'll take it. Yeah. You have a schedule? You cook us meals. <laughs> okay, you make okay. sure we wear SPF. <laughs> yeah, so true. Make sure you're hydrated. Yeah. Okay, what about me? Um, I would say cultured. Cultured, yeah. Oh, all right. Which game would you choose to play in the rainbow room? Uh, you guys know mine. Chess, <laughs> solving a maze, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. Arts and crafts. That's me, guys. Arts and crafts. Racing toy cars. And the last one says, wait, they don't have D&D down here. <laughs> so what's yours? <sighs> I don't like any of these. 
I guess I'll choose racing toy cars. What? That's the one I hate the least. What would your superpower be? Telekinesis, predicting the future, super strength, breathing underwater, running very fast away from danger, a genius intellect, ability to control other people's emotions, super hearing, reading minds, or I don't need superpowers. I'm already me. I want super strength. Predicting the future would just get me hella panic. <laughs> uh, same as like reading minds. Even a genius intellect, I would be bombarded with everyday things of, like, Michael Schofield on Prison Break, a savant. Like, I look at a coffee maker, and I'm thinking of the innards and the technology of how it works. I can't. Okay. Okay, so super strength it is? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Same with me. Okay, I'm going to choose ability to control other people's emotions. Mm. Take away everyone's depression, anxiety. Mm, I like it. Choose a season. One, two, three, or four. Four. I think I'm going to choose one. I mean, season four is the best, but one, it's like where it all started. I like two. You know, Bob. It's not to love. Oh, rest in peace, Bob. Choose a high school clique to join. The school newspaper. Okay. The jocks. The band nerds. Oh, so Jenny. I can get along with everyone. Mm -hmm. The drama kids. The gamers. The rebels. The science geeks, the skaters, (laughs) and lastly, I'm a lone wolf. First of all, I can get along with everyone. That was my entire high school career. Yeah, I got along with everyone, too. I'm going to put that. You need to pick the band nerds. Oh, I still am. (laughs) You just learned about the upside down. Do you stay in Hawkins or try to get the hell out? I was planning on leaving anyway. I'm not leaving without my friends. Are you kidding me? This place would fall apart without me. (laughs) Hell yeah, I'm leaving. I'm never going to Hawkins in the first place. I'm not scared of any monsters, and I'm not going anywhere. I want to leave, but too many people are depending on me here. I'm staying. Someone has to tell the rest of the world what's happening here. I couldn't leave if I tried. And lastly, sure, I'll stay. How much worse can things get? I also like that one. I'm choosing the last one. Sure, I'll stay. How much worse can they get? I'm putting, I'm never going to Hawkins in the first place. So am I. Choose the show's scariest villain. Vecna, the U.S. government. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, that's frightening. <laughs> the Mind Flayer, Demogorgons, Papa, the Russians, Angela, Billy. <laughs> Billy. Demodogs. <laughs> or <laughs> Demodogs. <laughs> And Mayor Larry Klein. I'm obviously choosing the U.S. government. I'm choosing Papa, because... Yeah. Fucked up man who did fucked up shit. I'm gonna pick Demogorgons, because the first season... Yeah, they're the monster. Uh If you could hang out with one character in real life, ooh, who would you choose? Dustin Henderson, Joyce Byers, Jonathan Byers... Steve Harrington, Eddie Munson, Lucas Sinclair, Erica Sinclair, Nancy Wheeler, Eleven or Robin Buckley. I'm choosing Robin. Have a little lesbian hangout. (laughs) I'm choosing Eddie. I mean, who's going to choose Joyce? Okay, hey, she's a nervous wreck. Hey, I almost chose her. Yeah, I almost did Oh, come did on. Too. What, you're going to hang up Christmas lights with her? And swap recipes. Yeah. And all kinds of stuff. 
Read our encyclopedias. Uh, maybe Erica Sinclair, because she's mean. I like it. Oh, you two would get along uh, tremendously. I love Erica, too. I know. But, I mean, you gotta love Steve. You know, I'd hang out with my yeah. main man, Steve. Choose a song to protect yourself from Vecna, Running Up That Hill mm-hmm. by Kate Bush, As It Was by Harry Styles, Brutal by Olivia Rodrigo, I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston, <laughs> Heroes by David Bowie, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, Run the World by Beyonce, Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd. These That's options. A weird medley. Yes. Everyone pick Kate Bush. No, I'm choosing Whitney Houston. Yeah, that is a good song. Yeah. Whoa. I'm picking Pink Floyd. Gabe? You're singing Whitney Houston, so. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah. Finally, what's your favorite iconic moment from the series so far? Max escaping Vecna through the power of Kate Bush. The reveal of Vecna's true identity, Hopper's heroic sacrifice in season three, Robin coming out to Steve in the bathroom, Will communicating from the upside down through Christmas lights, Murray winning his fight against Yuri in the (laughs) airplane. BT dubs love Murray. Uh Steve telling Dustin how to do his hair. (laughs) Erica joining the team to explore the secret Russian base. And lastly, Eddie's speech in the cafeteria. I'm going with the Christmas lights because I teach physics. I'm going to choose the reveal of Vecna's true identity because they did it flawlessly. I mean, Hopper's heroic sacrifice in season three. Emotional. Tearjerker. But Steve telling Dustin how to do his hair. Yeah, because I just love their dynamic. Yeah. They're great. All right, who wants to... Say the results first. You go first. Okay. I can't believe it, but I got Steve motherfucking Arrington. Oh, how cute. It says, you are the spiritual or literal babysitter of your friend group, the ultimate mom friend, the one who keeps a first aid kit in their car and a nail studded baseball bat in their trunk. Whether you're in a relationship or not, you're romantic at heart and you aren't afraid to admit it. But flirtation would never get in the way of your true purpose. Mentoring your friends through all their hair, monster, <laughs> and crushes on straight girls. Oh, God. Related troubles. <laughs> uh, that's a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, not yeah. all of it is true. But some is. Pull out your first aid kit. I don't have one. <laughs> Gabe, pull out your baseball bat with nails. <laughs> I don't have one. Call darn it, Steve. Okay, I'm Max Mayfield. Ooh, a badass has entered the chat. <laughs> you are funny and tough, and would describe the music you listen to as literally life saving. Oh, that's so, so true. So you. <laughs> a monster from another dimension could try to drag you to hell, but that would be their mistake. You're an unsentimental but ferocious friend, and would be a welcome addition to anyone's party. Mixed bag too. All right. That second half is not me. <laughs> But the first one, music, life-saving, totally me. Yeah. Okay. I got Jim Hopper. I like his stash. We got a Hopper in the house. Hop, hop. Despite your occasional cynicism, you are fiercely protective of the people you love, and you're the one they turn to when things get tough. Sometimes you have a hard time articulating your feelings (gasps) in the moment, but your actions and powerfully written letters more than make up for it. 
Everyone who knows you would describe you as a big softy underneath the tough exterior, though they probably wouldn't say that if you were in earshot. Shut the fuck up. I'm shocked at how spot on that is. Spooked. Is that your horoscope or what? I know. Just call me old hop, hop man from now on. That's really weird. That is I'm really spot on. Out right now. Well, we got new nicknames. You're Hopper. Hops. <laughs> Jen is Max. Mad Max. And I'm... Steve Harrington. Steve the fucking badass motherfucking babysitter. Yeah, the babysitter. I'll take it. Call you babysitter's club. All right. Well, that was our little discussion on Stranger Things. Thank you, Gabe, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks, babe. And tune in next week for our full-length episode on The Hills Have Eyes. But until next time, stay, stay spooky. spooky.